Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osha Ginsberg. Thank you for being here this Friday, the 20th of November, 2020. I'm Osha Ginsberg. I'm a TV host and a radio guy. I haven't been a radio guy forever, but I say that. I shouldn't really. I haven't been a radio guy for quite a while. I'm a TV host, a podcaster, an author, a bicycle rider. What else do I do? I don't know. Hard drive, defragger, not much sleep getter. Electric car recharger. Guy from uh, Sydney, Australia. And I make this podcast twice a week. Mondays I speak with a guest. Fridays I speak with you. And this show is designed to help you make today better than yesterday. Something that you hear on this show today will help you make today a little bit better than the day before. That's the that's the promise of the gig and that's what I'm here for. So, yeah, there's 363 interview episodes to listen to and I don't know how many of these. So, yeah, Monday's with a guest, Friday's with you, and I'm here every week. Have been since 2013. Glad you're here. Thank you for being a part of it. Uh, thanks for all the emails that came through. Send Osher email at gmail.com is my email address. Thanks to everybody that reached out about Reputation Rehab, Zoe Norton Lodgers. Zoe Norton Lodges show on the ABC that I was a part of the other week. Thank you very much to everybody who wrote in about that. Uh, also appreciate the pictures that you take of what you're looking at. When you send them to me, I love to see what you're looking at when you're listening to the show. Sarah, I have a double degree in biotechnology and fine arts, so I started my own business where I draw people's pets. I've completed hours of drawing while listening to the podcast. And there's a picture of a, a staffy right there that's brilliant you draw people's pets that is absolutely superb and they're really good too man some of these are really good are they crayons they're crayons oh, i'm so impressed sarah i'm so impressed biotech and fine arts damn why didn't i go to university i didn't know you could do that kind of thing Kay sent an email 
I listened to your most recent appearance on Willosophy, and you talk about Henry Reynolds and Bruce Pascoe's book regarding accurate Aboriginal history. They're now in my Audible library, ready for the next few days. Magnificent. Can I recommend any other books similar to those that I can read, listen to? Um, I would thoroughly recommend, uh, if you're looking for something intense, uh, which is good, Henry Reynolds wrote another book called Why Weren't We Told? Does what it says on the box. Uh, Stan Grant has written two fabulous ones. Always oh, written heap of books, heap of books. But Australia Day is a really good one, and the the early one that he wrote, Talking to My Country, is also a very very good book from Stan Grant. But if you want something that's a, a little easier to digest, if you, if it the, the weight of it is a lot, you may want to check in with uh, Gert, as in Gert by C, Gert and True Gert, two books from David Hunt. I hope you can kick in with them, Renee. They're really good. Oh, no, sorry, that was uh, Kay, Kay who asked about that. And Renee said, I work at the Westmead Institute for Medical Research. I was walking through the building yesterday, just minding my own business. I almost ran into you. We occasionally have politicians and the like visit, but not someone of your calibre. I was wondering if I could ask what you're up to on your visit. You can ask, but I can't tell you. Yeah, so there's a project I'm working on, Renee. It's a quite an intense project. It's a big project. It's a very important project, but it is a project that took me to the Westmead Institute for Medical Research. So um, that's the thing that I've been working on. It's a very important show that I'm working on, but it's quite an intense shoot. And um, it takes a fair amount of debriefing at the end of the day. I'll, uh, I'll tell you that, Renee. But um, yeah, um, you should have said hi. Would have been love to say, say hello to you. Would have been good. Anyway, to check in with you today, what did I want to talk to you about? Oh, man. I have to talk to, we've talked about this before, but I've got to talk about it again because it was in my inbox again this morning in the text messages. <sighs> conspiracy theories, man. Conspiracy theories. I've done a lot of chat on this show about them. I've spoken with people who are experts in the field, particularly Professor Karen Douglas, if you scroll back through the podcast and have a listen to Professor Karen Douglas' episode about conspiracy theories, also for related conversation with Joe Thornley talking about cults and the ways that cults use to indoctrinate and get people to believe in things that aren't real. And um, even talking about vaccines with Sonia Pemberton. That's another really good one. And I've also done a few check-ins about it, but I think got to talk about it again because it's gotten pretty weird and almost, uh, I don't want to say weaponized, but it's most definitely a version of propaganda that we've never seen before is how conspiracy theories are being used now by who? By by people who probably want to see Western democracies. Australia is one of them, but Australia, the UK, Canada, New Zealand, want to see Western democracies um, flail around in chaos and wonder what the truth is. That's probably what's happening at the moment and it's getting pretty intense but there's a few things to i guess understand about this kind of thinking the kind of thinking that can lead you into conspiracy theory stuff and be considering them as possibilities particularly how quickly someone can slip down the rabbit hole now it's not the conspiracy theories that i used to hear about when i was younger the world of simple and harmless conspiracy theories about the sasquatch or about harrod holt our prime minister disappearing by submarine-based frogmen. That stuff is all very very harmless, really. But it's not that anymore. It's not even, you know, the spooky urban legends anymore. But it's worse. It's way worse. And, in fact, it's combining the two. It's the same thing that made people worried about razor blades in the water slides and poisoned Halloween lollies, multiplied now by the urging to do your own research and 
put together, those two things are really more powerful than any propaganda that has existed in history. And it's being used and exploited by people who know how to manipulate algorithms to help get these messages in front of people who are vulnerable and people who may not have um, the ability to think critically about things like this. But it's worse than it's ever been in history. Because me telling you some made-up bullshit about child sex cults or vaccines or whatever, that's one thing. But me telling you to just look it up if you don't believe me, knowing full well, do your own research, do your own research, knowing full well that you'll then Google something and go and find an article or a PDF hiding somewhere by yourself which backs up what I've said Simply knowing that I've told you something to, oh, no, no, you've got to look out for it, man. You've got to go find This stuff's hard to find, but once you find it, you'll know what I know. You then discovering that thing, what that does, it, that sense of discovery, something about that, discovering this and reinforcing this thing that you heard about, this scary thing you heard about, that entrenches and personalizes the knowledge so much more than telling you something. There's a dopamine hit when you find this, when you discover this thing, when you open the treasure chest and see the thing. And that it's a different way of learning and it really enforces this and, and it personalizes the knowledge. And now for you, this thing is incredibly real. And it can become a part of the definition of who you are. It feels real, but it's not real. Because all I've done is tell you, no, 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 go and look under a couple of rocks. Discover some, go and look under these rocks. Go and, go and look, go and look. I've told you to go look under a couple of rocks. And you're going to go and discover something that you think you've found by yourself. Because now you're some sort of Dan Brown super sleuth. But what if I told you that everything was put under those rocks for you specifically to find. If it feels super interesting, if it feels bizarre, if it feels like, oh, no way, then it's probably bullshit. We live in such uncertain times at the moment. As humans, we really don't like uncertainty. We don't like not knowing. We want, our brains want to organize things in simple to understand boxes. We want simple narratives. That's why we hear leaders, when they speak, when they campaign for elections, they speak in binary catchphrases. Stop the boats. You're with us or against us. Jobs and growth. People can align really quickly and feel comfortable with a simple binary narrative. But what do you do when the world is chaos? What do you do when you're surrounded by the unknown and the uncertainty just gets more and more intense every single day? South Australia's gone back into lockdown. The UK, the US, fucked from coronavirus. You know, what the fuck is going to, where's the Olympics gone? Why is the state of origin happening every week? I don't know. Was it a try? I don't know. Like there's so many things that I just, you know, we're worried about the summer coming in. Bushfire season's on us once more. We're so uns we're living in such uncertain times. So we look for control. And that search for certainty, that search for control, that search for, oh, that's what the answer is. That is being exploited by people who are sucking folks in and manipulating their reality to the point where they are terrified of either global corporate pharmaceutical companies microchipping us or child sex trafficking or a combination of the two. It doesn't really matter what these things are all about. They're all designed to do one thing. 
to make you feel unstable because unstable people are easy to manipulate. You spin someone around in the same spot enough, they're so dizzy, you reach out a hand to stop them from falling over, they'll grab that hand. That's all that's happening. And they'll follow that hand wherever it takes them because they don't know which way is up. That is all that's happening. So if there's someone in your life that's slipping, someone who's tripped or someone who's fallen all the way down the rabbit hole, try to be kind. Try to understand why they're scared. Try to understand that they are scared, that they've been reading some stuff and it's really frightening to them. And because of the way that they found out about these things, that sense of discovery, the way that their learning is different because they discovered it, so it, it entrenches it in a very, very different way. Their beliefs are incredibly personal now and very, very hard to shift even if they have nothing to do with reality. So just try to help them think critically about what they're believing. Try not to call them stupid. Try not to call them dumb. Nothing like that. Try really hard. That's only going to push people further into it. Doubt is all that was needed to completely fuck us when it came to climate action. All right? Doubt. Not disproving that global warming is happening, but just doubting, throwing marbles of doubt under the scientists' feet. That's all that needed to be done. And then people go, hmm, hang on a second. Those seeds of doubt. You don't need to prove something's wrong. You just need to convincingly sow the seeds of doubt. So those seeds of doubt grow inside somebody's mind. And then when they're presented with facts that are uncomfortable, it's hard for them to see what they are because it's easy to dismiss something that you don't want to read about or don't want to see. You go, oh, no, 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 that's just that thing. That's what they want you to believe. Oh, yeah, what about Big Pharma? Follow the money. What about the Minerals Council? <laughs> None of that stuff's real, all right? There's elements of reality in everything. There's elements of truth in everything. But the actual thing that you're worried about, the conspiracy shit, it's not real. So try to insulate yourself from that bullshit. Try as hard as you can to be kind to the people that are affected by it and try really hard to insulate yourself from that bullshit. Do your best to stay off Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook in a year and a bit or whatever. It's brilliant. But I heard about this plugin the other day, which apparently is really good. There's a plugin you can get that will block your newsfeed prevent it from coming up in your browser. You'll probably still see it on your phone, but if you're using a laptop, that might help. Don't ever watch or click on a suggested video on YouTube. You'll be reading about fucking aliens and pyramids before you, like within 10 minutes. And just get outside and enjoy some nature in your day. Go on out there and marvel at a tree. That's a baby that needs to go to sleep. So I better get out of here. But thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of today. Try and keep your head above water. Send me an email if you like. Send us your email at gmail.com. That's where I am. Look after yourself. Um, Monday, we are going to speak with Adam Jacobs. He is a very interesting human being. Adam Jacobs is, well, you know, he founded the iconic <laughs> for one thing. But he's also got a new venture that's working to redeploy uh, skilled Australians who have lost their jobs from their industries collapsing due to COVID-19. He's a brilliant cat, and I'm really grateful that he came on the show. So we'll speak with Adam on Monday. Look after yourself. Get outside. Go on. Find four different species of bird. How about that? Go and look for four different species of bird. Pigeon counts. <laughs> pigeon seagull find two more all right that'll get you out and get you moving get you looking up all those things are important get some nature into your day all right i'm gonna go and cuddle a baby 
Uh, look after yourself. Stay well. Keep off the Facebook. <laughs> Thanks, Andy, for making the show. Thanks, Rachel, for keeping my life together. Thank you for listening. Keep the emails coming in. It's always great to hear from you. Send us your email at gmail.com. Until I speak to you Monday, sleep well. Dream of beautiful things. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.